BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show on Channel 94.1. All eyes are going to be on Omaha today. The city is preparing for an infectious disease drill. Nebraska Medicine is working with a number of agencies to practice moving a group of mock patients with highly infectious diseases from the airport to the hospital. I know, but I mean, it's like a real thing. Like we've gotten people with Ebola. So this imagine if like it was on a mass scale. They need to have one get get loose like on Abbott Drive. (laughs) I'm telling you, when they're bringing all those Ebola people, I wanted to put on a a lab gown, you know, the gown that buttons in the back with your butt hanging out. Go to a store. (laughs) And then right down from Ed Center, run up to that uh, Broncos right at lunch (laughs) and spit up fake food coloring blood (laughs) on the glass. Yes. Right during the Ebola scare, people would have been like, oh my God. I think that's like the quickest way to get yourself shot. Yeah, but you know what? You need a couple people doing that. And I'll join you because it just adds to more of the melee. You guys are just little We got pastors. one loose. So they're going to be what? So we're going to see people so, with lights and sirens? Coming yeah, up it's Abbott? pretty wild. The goal is to make sure that Omaha's ready should a real life scenario happen. Um, you know, we do have that center here at the Med Center where we battle infectious diseases. We're one of the containment units. So you'll remember in 2014, hospital treated three Ebola patients. Yeah. Two were recovering. Nebraska Medicine recently secured millions of dollars in federal funding to develop a national training center for infectious diseases. So, so the drill's cool. at four o'clock today. What are they just saying? To do it right around rush hour? That's yeah. what I thought, but maybe it's because then it'll be real life conditions, actual In 2014, congestion. if people are new to Omaha, this story had come out that UNMC had an infectious disease bio-containment yep. ward. Yep. Now people there knew, but maybe the public didn't necessarily know. And it was like, hey, they've had this biocontainment union unit there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one knew. But they haven't cracked, really had a chance to break it out. And then we all had fun with all this. Oh, my God, it'll be the walking dead. And this was before the Ebola breakout. Yeah. yeah. And then Ebola hit, and we're all like, dude, they're probably going to send one of them here. <laughs> they did. And then the next thing, they they're were sending here. them here. And we, were, we cured all but one. One guy passed when he was here. Oh, geez, but I that don't was know. really late, like by yeah. the time that he'd gotten here, because they had gotten these were people that were working over in Africa. And I think by the time it, there's a certain like uh, there's a certain point where it's like the point of no return, where it's like they're going to try, but hopes aren't good. The other people, I think they'd been getting the um, yeah, they were sending the a lot of them, a lot of them to Dallas and then moving them up here from Dallas. And it had big significance to like um, protocol for infectious diseases like the nurses union nationwide were clamoring because when they were showing up in Dallas at their hospitals, they didn't have a clear policy for changing for putting the gear on. Yeah, and nurses are like, we're going to get exposed. This is not fair. So yeah. So they the, went crazy. The Ebola scare was really a solid drill for the future. If we ever get a pandemic. Yeah. 
So today is、so, going to be kind of interesting. At four o'clock, I mean, if you're in the way, I mean, if you're in the vicinity of the airport, don't to, freak out, right? I'm just saying, yeah, heads up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how full, how real world we want to get, but if they want to implement our loose patient scenario, I like that. You're ready to volunteer. You know what? Coughing blood inside of a spearmint rhino. You've got to right be. there between the airport and downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Way to fall on your sword and have it be at the Spearmint Rhino. You're I, really taking one for the team. I just hope that those people don't scream like that.、Oh、gosh, that just terrifies me. But you know what? That is something they should probably look into. Like you said, with the nurses, didn't have the right protocol on how to do that. They should have some type of thing going down where. There is somebody that gets loose because there's always someone who walks away, at least in those movies, right? In the movies. <laughs> well, I mean, thankfully, we haven't had one walk away yet because, you know, we're we all s t i l l here. We haven't had one. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, this morning, authorities are looking for the person responsible for a string of sexual assaults around Creighton University's campus. The latest took place on Sunday. Police say a man pulled a 19 year old woman to the ground near her dorm and then touched her inappropriately. Two other <clears throat> unsolved assaults took place back in April. In each case, the man suspected was wearing a hoodie. Now,、uh, Looks like a, like, a, like a white guy, right? White guy in a hoodie? Yeah, it's kind of difficult because it's black and white. They've got security footage, and the Omaha Police Department is working with Creighton University and the campus security there. On the investigation, and Creighton has added extra security services and public safety officers near two residence halls during late night hours as a result of the report. So they're, they're beefing up security on the campus, but obviously, this is a warning and also a call to action for anybody with information. Contact the authorities, Crime Stoppers. It's always easy and it's anonymous. 402 STOP. There's also Special Victims Unit, but keep an eye out. you know. I, I imagine、wow. all the Creighton,、uh, the women going to school down there are aware now. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. Time to put some mace on your chain. Right. Or, or travel in groups, but I, I guess say. if you're a student, you really can't. You got your own schedule. so. I know, but I mean, you're all walking back to the same dorm or if you're studying. I mean, it's just safety in numbers. I mean, don't let your friends walk alone. I mean, especially like, you know, I just remember certain friends of yours, like, especially guys. I know it always falls on guys, but a lot of times guys would be like, no, 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 let me walk you back to your dorm. Like, you'd be studying someplace. That's because they wanted to get with you. Yeah, that's probably they were the,、yeah. more of a threat than、yeah. the spooky <laughs> guy out there. It's probably that dude, let me walk you back to your dorm. Find out where you live. Well, I know where、Case、you live. The, joint, you know? <laughs> the, 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 the residence hall. So, you live around here? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, a student here. Yeah, I live in the dorm. Oh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Shoot. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, that's a part of college, though. You're learning how to hit on women. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> the journey to celebrate Archbishop Blaise Supich's elevation to Cardinal is underway. The Archbishop, originally from Omaha, is going to become a Cardinal tomorrow. In, He,、uh, in Rome? Tomorrow. Yeah. He arrived in Rome yesterday. It's so exciting. The events leading up to him becoming Chicago's new Cardinal. Cardinals are the most senior members of the Roman Catholic hierarchy, just under the Pope.、Uh, How old is he? He's 67. Okay. He's relatively young. I mean,、yeah. that's, you know, he's a young man. Supich served at several area parishes here in Omaha before becoming a bishop in South Dakota and then later in Spokane, Washington. And then just two years ago, the Pope called on him to be Archbishop of Chicago. And now, two years later, he's getting another promotion、um, to,、uh, to Cardinal. So, like, the family, he's like one of eight brothers and sisters. They're from、uh, South Omaha. A、that、bunch of them are over there. That's a pretty big stretch of the term young man. 
I know. I'm, I'm like, when in, I hit 67, in, I want to hear that come out of those lips. In terms of your job, okay. I'm saying, like, yes. I mean, young man as far as a rock and roller, <laughs> probably not. But young man as far as hierarchy in the Roman Catholic Church, 67's looking practically 22. So I want to lean over. If I ever get to meet him, I'm going to lean, bend at the waist. Now, yeah. what do you do, young man? <laughs> I'm a cardinal. I'm 30 years older than you. Oh. Well, look at you. Wearing his big boy pants. Getting his big boy dress. Getting his big new hat. Um, yeah, it's... Oh, young man, come on. I'm saying... It's amazing how the older we get, the more we're like... Yeah, I mean, five years ago, we'd have looked at somebody at 65 and go, you're old. <laughs> now we're like, you're a young man. I'm saying Because we're getting man, there. Uh, I'm merely tailoring it to the arena in which he's entering. There are a lot... 67 yeah. is you get it. pretty... I know. Young, you watch that. It's a lot of lot of old guys. So this would be like what St. Peter's Basilica. Like you get the yes. huge treatment. Yeah, you get the big deal. I mean, it's a huge ceremony. This is like a big. He's one of I can't remember how many that the Pope is installing, but a bunch of them, and they all you know they all go to Rome. I mean, it's a big it's a big moment. One the of the uh, one of the local news stations here in town. They sent one of the reporters. He's in Rome right now. Yeah, it's reporting big deal. every day. I'm like, well, there's a sweet gig. I know, right? Can you imagine? Oh, I've got to go to Rome. Darn it. Um, yeah, no, this is a pretty big deal because keep in mind that it is the College of Cardinals that elects a pope. Um, and so, you know, just our, we have our Pope um, Francis now, but he was a cardinal before he got the promotion. So this is like the next step up. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, President-elect Donald Trump is going to hold transition meetings at one of his golf courses in New Jersey today. They're saying that Trump's going to move his transition meetings from the Trump Tower in New York City to the Trump National Golf Course in New Jersey. No word on who Trump's going to be meeting with at this location, but Lieutenant General Michael Flynn is reportedly President-elect Donald Trump's choice to be his national security advisor. Multiple uh, multiple sources are saying that Flynn has already been offered the position, but he has yet to accept. That might be one of his most solid positions in terms of someone that Trump's known for a while or worked with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas other positions, you know, names are kind of coming and going. Like, I think Flynn has been pegged for that gig for a while. Yes, yeah. But Secretary of State, now they're saying it's what? It's uh, Romney, Romney. Mm-hmm. or Nikki Haley, the South Carolina governor. Uh, so, uh Trump is expected to meet with the former Republican presidential nominee, Mitt Romney, sometime this weekend. I mean, that'll be an interesting meeting because Romney made such a point of actively speaking out against Trump's, um, you know, nomination. Uh, so obviously they're going to try and bury the hatchet. And, and Nikki Haley, I don't think, got along with him and hearing her name thrown around. Uh, Texas Governor Rick Perry is rumored for the Secretary of Energy. Really? Newt Gingrich says he's out. Okay, is it done? So we are hearing some people that now Carson's say, out. I'm out. Okay. Carson um, was out. Yeah, yeah, Carson's like, I don't want to do it. You're like, all right, well, okay. That's one less person. people thought Newt Gingrich would be the secretary, maybe a secretary of state or taking a role in the cabinet, and he's saying no. But he'll be an advisor, maybe? I, I think, yeah, you get... But the big story right now is is that uh, Jared uh, Kushner, you know, his uh, Trump's son-in-law, is angling for a White House position, and they're saying that this could cause like the first sort of um, dust up as Why? far as well. There's an anti nepotism law that came on the books when Kennedy appointed okay. his brother Makes as sense. Attorney General. They that was really controversial at the time, and after that, they passed a law saying you can't hire family. Yeah. Okay, because was, you need to have somebody sense. around you that can say no you and bet. not have to look at you at Thanksgiving. He yeah. had his Irish mafia. 
is、yeah. what they used to call it with、um, Kennedy. And he surrounded himself not、McNamara. just with Bobby, but all of his buddies. Yeah. You remember that Kevin Costner movie? Which、mm-hmm. one is 13 Days? 13 Days. days. It's the Cuban seen that. Missile Crisis.、Okay. It's based on this guy, Kenny O'Donnell, who was 37 at the time when Kennedy got elected. And he was one of his old. His buddies, who's an advisor. Now, the movie 13 Days, since it's a Kevin Costner movie,、yeah. it makes it look like this one man was completely behind saving us from going to war with the Russians.、Yeah. Okay. It's Costner on the phone with the fighter pilot, <laughs> it's him on the phone with the Russians. Yeah. So, I mean, they have these young advisors. This Kushner guy is, what, 35? I mean, we have people from the private sector that you get、yeah. to pick and put in your circle. Not your son in law. This should be you appointing Tim Thorison as, as my yeah, it's secretary just, of drinking with you. <laughs> What? Secretary of seat. Hey. Have a seat.、Um, secretary of have another? I have another. Just one more? <laughs> like, this guy is the worst appointment ever. <laughs> Or the best. Tim's a great guy. He's awesome. Well, I'm saying,、me? as far as keeping the president sober, I mean, you usually want a pretty level headed guy. He's like, he's once again. I mean, I don't know if, if Kushner,、yeah. you know, what kind of guy this dude is, but anyone who's the president, you, you do want some of your own people that just give you perspective. Yeah. Like, you've、That's、been around before I was the president, and now you you're around while I am the president. Sometimes- and that is fine in your private life. That is fine to have those conversations. But to install someone in the West Wing, on, I mean, you, you can't, it's a conflict of interest. You need to have somebody that you know. There's can, nepotism can, rule. Well,、yeah. gonna, yeah, yeah. the problem is they're going to run into that nepotism rule is going to be happening all over the place because Trump. As it is surrounded by his children, they run his businesses. The whole thing is all kinds of conflicts that they're going to. It's just going to be that this will be the new normal. Well, it's against the law, is the problem that they're、oh. going to come up against. That's the big deal. This is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 941. This is the deal. So it's kind of funny. They're saying that you can sleep eat. It's,、uh, people are saying, I've always been a pretty good sleeper, but then all of a sudden they started like, getting, gaining weight. And it Can all, you imagine? It's,、uh, it, it, this guy is talking about how he's like, I was always a good sleeper, even as a boy, no issues at all. And then several years ago, that changed.、Uh, he was struggling with a demanding job, was putting on weight, and decided to make some adjustments in his life. He and his family moved. He started to diet, track calories, but he wasn't losing the weight. And he would wake up in the morning and see food wrappers in the kitchen and think, like, what the what? And his Fitbit was saying, hey, you were getting up like six or seven times. So he's not gaining weight just because he's sleeping. He's not sleeping. He's, he's getting、sleeping. up and going and eating. Yeah, but I'm like, how are you sleep eating? Like, how do you not? I've heard of that with people that take sleep medication. Like, we've talked about Ambien. that before. Ambien. It used to be、yeah. people on like、yeah, Ambien would、oh, get up、walk. in the middle of the night and they would go eat. They would like crush their fridge. Right. But this is like, he's not. On anything. It, I mean, he tried to control himself with sleep aids and vitamins, and he did like motion alarms that would disarm when he was asleep and wake him up. That、yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. But he said, I guess a doctor diagnosed him with a sleep related eating disorder.、Um, and that is the deal. It's a significant number of patients. Um, and they, I guess, it, they, they eat things like raw bacon, butter. Like, it's just like random stuff. Conscious enough to cook. They wake、right. up, they get out of bed, they go to the kitchen, they prepare food, often sloppily and often with strange high calorie ingredients. Really?、Uh, wow. They'll microwave stuff. You know, you'll open the microwave and there's a mess in there、oh. because you nuked a salad with ketchup. <laughs> I mean, because you're, it's sleepwalking meets eating. 
And sleepwalking's always been sort of a weird. Yeah, sleepwalkers are weird. Have either of you been a sleepwalker? I've not. I've I've never even known anyone who sleepwalked. I've known one person in my life that sleptwalked, uh, sleepwalked or or whatever, and it was just weird because they're out of it. It's so scary. It's it's a strange deal because their eyes are open and they're just not, it's like they're a zombie. They're just not there. And you're not supposed to wake them. I mean, that that was the thing. I had a friend who would sleepwalk and, you know, like over, like if you did sleepovers and stuff. And all of a sudden, like, you know, just sitting on the steps. I mean, it's like, it's like something out of, I mean, it's something out of like paranormal activity where you're like, why are you just standing there now, why, facing why, a wall? Why aren't you supposed to, you know, that was weird. Why aren't you supposed to wake them? You think it startles them. I think you're supposed to like gently guide them back to sleep. Like there's something about like it can upset them or they can like react badly. So you're just supposed to like gently guide them back to bed and sort of, you know, tuck them back in and then they'll just sort of drift back off. But I mean, I had a friend that did it and, you know, would like make cereal. You know, you'd find cereal bowls in the morning. Oh, so they're sleep eating. Yeah. They, I mean, sleep eating like the whole thing, like whole, whole production. So when I read this, I was like, I can't believe that they're really, I didn't realize. I just thought it was like a one-off. I didn't think that it was like an actual thing, but I guess they say medications aren't always necessary to treat the sleep eating disorder. Okay. Sometimes just having like a better sleep schedule, less computer, cell phone. I wonder if they're seeing more of this because of electronics in the bedroom. People aren't getting into that deep level of sleep. And so this guy wasn't taking Ambien or anything? No. It's extremely rare. It's like maybe a hundred people. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm not a case. So if I see rappers and and stuff in my kitchen, it's because I you probably ate it ate before the night you went before. to bed. And you just have a terrible memory. You're clearly pre Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Why the chili Pardon, bowls? When people make the comment, like, "Do you remember the last time you did blank?" and people will go, "I don't even remember what I had for lunch." Party is literally. The guy that doesn't remember what he had for lunch. Uh, you bet. You bet. It all just kind of blends together. So, Even though the wrappers yeah. are still sitting right in front of him. Oh, yeah. Um, You're a day eater. I'm a day eater. I th- I've gotten up before in the middle of the night and, and eaten, but it, it was it was conscious. Um, and I don't know why. I think I, I couldn't sleep or something, so I figured if I'd stuff myself, I'd, I'd fall asleep or something well, of that I, nature. Yeah, I think about so. that one stay that we had. Where was it? Turks and Caicos? Where yeah. they had that fruit plate. And you kept it by the bed. You just roll over and like help yourself to a grave. Because I think he wanted to be like a Roman. Exactly. You know, like a Roman Caesar who can eat plates of fruit while lying in bed. Oh, I loved that. I loved. No, I loved that you did that. I was like, that's actually ingenious because there's that like little nipple that you bought in the middle of the night. You don't want to get up. I went to Jeff's room and his still had the Saran wrap on it, and I'm like, yeah, eat that. So yeah, I don't know. (laughs) We're at a resort with free food twenty four seven. At like 15 different restaurants. And party comes in my room. Are you going to eat that fruit? Are you going to eat your three-day-old three-day-old fruit plate? A waste. Hello, what's up? What's your name? Hi, my name's Dana. Hey, what's up? Hey, I was just going to comment about the sleep eating. My eight-year-old, about five years ago, gained about 13 pounds in a month and a half. And we couldn't figure out what was going on with him. And we took him to numerous doctors, make sure that there was no problems with him metabolically. And the only thing that we could figure out is that he was sleep eating. We would get wow. up in the morning. Yeah, it was crazy. We would get up in the morning and he would, there would just be messes all over the kitchen because he was about three and he would be in the kitchen, all over the refrigerator, things like that. And one of the things that we ended up doing is I worked for CHI at the time and one of the nurse practitioners that worked in the psychiatric department 
told me that it was actually a rapid upcoming thing with a lot of young kids. And so we put him on melatonin at night, um, about 45 minutes before he wanted to go to sleep. So then that way it helped him get into that deep sleep cycle. Just knocked him out. Okay. I don't even know yeah. what kind of a mess a three-year-old makes when they're wide awake. Oh. I've never seen a three-year-old feed themselves in the kitchen. Go make a meal. <laughs> I, know. I mean, was, even oh, wide awake at noon on a Tuesday. Go yeah. knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. But that was like the only thing. And so the fact that you were talking about this this morning, I'm like, we lived that. It was, it was scary. So did they we say was what was wrong. he eating? Like what, well, yeah, he what make? was he? He would eat like he would eat cereal and the butter. Um, he, there would be like syrup all over the place. Oh my god! So he knew what he was doing. I yeah, mean, and, it, and then it's not conscious. Go to. Did the doctor yeah. say that they're starting to see more of this because of electronics? Is that something that they well, noticed? I, that was kind of one of the things that we had kind of talked about. But granted, this was five years ago that we first started this. And so back then it wasn't as mainstream or as popular about it. Um, but they said that, you know, a lot of times if there's TVs in the bedroom and things like that, then those kids aren't getting into their REM sleep. Wow. And so, yeah, we and when we travel, we notice a rise of it when we travel with him. Like if we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago and he is sleep schedule got completely out of whack with the five-hour time difference. Yeah. And so we saw a rise of it then. And so anytime we travel, we try to keep him as close to this, at least the bedtime sleep schedule as possible. Yeah. Um, Or make sure that he gets a full six to eight hours. You know, it's hard when you go to like Disneyland, but... We still try to make sure that he gets some good sleep. Well, and just as a parent, I mean, I think that that's the big thing. Like, I I remember um, some friends of mine, they they had a sleepwalking kid. And, you know, you you hear these stories, you see them in the news where it's like, you know, they let themselves out of the house. They wake up in other people's cars, you know, like you hear about that. Like somebody all of a sudden gets in their car in the morning. There's some kid in the backseat. They're like, ah, I think this belongs to you. Like your child got out. I mean, it's just... It's a total One of the stressor. other things we did is we actually moved him back into our bedroom just so that way we could hear him when he got up oh, wow. in the night. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, because we were just like, because uh, we were afraid of that. You know, yeah. we live in a small town, Iowa, and so we were just afraid, is this kid going to wander off out into a cornfield somewhere? You yeah, know? lock the doors and get up and move. put yeah. some more healthier choices out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Apple set slices. out a healthy plate. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate yes. your call. Have right. a good morning. You Bye. too, dear. Have a great day. The Big Party Show. Channel 94.1. Nick Cannon is going to be a dad again. Uh, he confirmed that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant with his third child. Uh, he said he's got a baby on the way. Um, he uh, <laughs> Is that his first with her, though? Or? Yeah. He uh, is the father of five-year-old twins. Monroe and Moroccan with his ex-wife Mariah Carey, you know, they just finalized their divorce. I think it was yesterday. And part of the divorce was, is that their twins could never call anybody else. Mom, mom, dad, mother, father, any terrible idea. Because the kid, how do you enforce that on the child? (laughs) You're not allowed to say that junior. (laughs) I mean, why penalize them? Yes. Because they can't fix it or make it work. Now they're going to, I mean, I mean, how, do you enfor- it, how, I how do we enforce that? I don't know. I almost wonder, I, who do you think pushed for that? I find that to be she probably did. Mariah pushing yeah. like, nobody else is going to be their mother. I am their mother. Like, you don't imagine even a divorced think- couple who's like, yeah, it's weird. We're getting divorced and I'm currently suing my son. Yeah. Uh, he referred to my ex's uh, new boyfriend as dad. So uh, read That's the rule. Read the rule. We laid down a rule so he'll be sued. It's Gary. 
I not guess dad. he's Gary. <laughs> Gary is not your new dad. <laughs> well, he feels like new dad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I guess uh, Nick Cannon's ex girlfriend is this woman, Brittany Bell. She's 28 years old. She is a Guatemalan American actress and former Miss Arizona USA. Mm. She's about six months along in her pregnancy and has dated Cannon on and off since he split with Mariah. Now, I think probably maybe Mariah knew about this and was like, okay, we're going to add this extra little thing in about the probably. mom and dad stuff. Probably. You know, because of the new baby on the way. But yeah, that's that's happening. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson explains... His fanny pack. There are a lot of reasons to love The Rock. Um, and this uh, photo of him, you know, he just got named Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine. And it's brought up this uh, awesome throwback picture of The Rock wearing jeans, a black turtleneck, it's a chain be, necklace, and a fanny pack. Did I say the year? It's got to be early 90s because he has sort of a uh, kid and play yes. um, fade. What do you call that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like the side. Yeah, the fade, I guess, is what it is. But um, bad hair, a turtleneck, acid wash jeans, and a fanny pack, and it was not to be ironic. That was, the, I guess, the look in yeah. the 90s. Good, lo- good Lord. He's yeah. like, it takes a lot of confidence to rock a fanny pack. And he's like, you put your thumb in the fanny pack, I'm giving a look. <laughs> he, then he starts to laugh at himself, and he says that um, that uh, there there's a... I, I don't know why we can't just bring it back. I mean, it's not... I, used I, to, think, I have one with golf. I think, and now he's the sexiest man of, in the world. Yeah, according right. to people. He should but bring it back. The, the he less, said this is not a joke. The this lesson is like, for the young kids is there's you will evolve over your whole life. Like People yeah. think that you got to mm-hmm. have your look and be perfect at in your mid-20s. Everything, yeah. And you're not... Look at country music stars oh that my we gosh. now that are all have a look and go back and look at them in their 20s. It's hard to look at. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, this is my favorite thing, and he points this out. So if you look at the picture, there's a tissue underneath his elbow, like he's leaning against the deal, and he said he did that because the shirt was really expensive and he didn't want it to snap. Oh, wow. Well. No, but it's just so cute. I mean, now he's like this major movie star, but he's like, he's like my favorite part about this picture is the tissue underneath my elbow. And I was like, oh my God. And then I had to pull up the picture, and I was like, yeah, there, there it is. And he says that uh, he's uh, he says there's a tissue underneath my elbow because I felt like my turtleneck was expensive. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he said the funniest thing about this picture is it's not a joke. He's like, this is how I walked out. And I was like, I'm going to slay some ladies. I think this there were a lot of be. us that looked pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you like like do you think Tim McGraw's a cool dude? Yeah, I think Go look right at his guy. pictures from from his 20s oh, when awkward. he was a country artist. Just terrible. That's Just funny. awful. That's good. Sometimes it takes a decade to figure out your look. It, it does. Takes a while. Um, so Gwyneth Paltrow is continuing her di- uh, um, tradition of over-the-top Christmas shopper. She released, you know, she's got that website, that lifestyle blog called Goop. And she's released uh, the Goop gift guide. And uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's gift guide is worth a whopping $200,000. This year, it's got 500 items ranging from slightly to extremely expensive. Uh, 10 of the most, like, quote unquote, like ridiculous items that made the cut. My favorite is uh, Theodent toothpaste for $113. $113 toothpaste. I don't know. Does it give you like amazing Gwyneth Paltrow teeth just by brushing? It's got a unicorn blood in it. (laughs) Right? Um, An Alexander McQueen umbrella that's $500. 
Um, a clothes steam cleaning system that's $2,000, and、uh, a cashmere plaid blanket for the low, low price of $995. Just for those、gross. people. I know. That's it is. Awful. You're like, <laughs> this is $113 toothpaste. I mean, that is seriously wiping your butt with 20s type of money. That's where I hope people pull you、uh, out of your limousine on the、and、way to you. your palace. No, and tear you apart. <laughs> limb from limb. That's when the masses need to pull you out of your limo. <laughs> limb from limb. They'll be a r e c o r d That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, before nine, we're going to play that double play of、uh, Bruno Mars to get you into that show. Call number nine when you hear it, and we'll give you the tickets. And a、uh, new album busted out today, didn't it? The, Bruno.、Uh, Bruno Mars. People are loving the new Bruno Mars.、Yeah. 24K Magic. It's,、uh, I guess it's all about the sweet, sweet loving. Oh, the love music. Yeah, that album's out today. So, all right, we have news coming up, Molly. What do you got? Yes, a new study found that half of the people would rather lose 25% of their salary than 25% of this. Find out what this is coming up next. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1.